You're listening to Reputation Anti-Stress Podcast. Created by Serhii Bidenko. How to act before, during, and after reputational crisis. Serhii Bidenko. Speak but be quiet. How to build an anti-crisis communication. Step-by-step instruction on how to successfully resolve a critical situation without damaging your reputation. In essence, a crisis is a situation that doesn't fit into a person's or company's previous experience. So often, getting over a crisis is very tough if we rely on common skills or verified knowledge. There is no time to really think it through. You're riding a bicycle, the bicycle is on fire, you're on fire, everything is on fire, and you're in hell. However, skilled communicators have their protocol when dealing with crisis, akin to the actions of algorithms for catastrophe doctors. It is designed to minimize fussing, mobilize resources, and get the most non-standard situation out of control. The following steps will keep you out of a stupor, or vice versa, not burning out at high speeds of a steep bend. Acknowledge the problem. The biggest mistake of the early stages of a crisis is to keep quiet and pretend nothing is happening. The first thing you need to do is acknowledge the problem exists and understand its essence. Only afterwards it makes sense to make any decisions. Perhaps a detailed analysis will show it's not worth rushing into a massive reaction, but it's worth keeping a close eye on a situation and being ready to respond when it's necessary. That might be enough. This action model needs to be founded on facts, not your desire to avoid the problem in a passive way. If you're noticing the crisis turning towards danger, think about the scale of the problem and involve all necessary tools to solve it. Number one, monitor properly. During a crisis, it's vital to keep track of the informational field. Monitoring the content in which a company or person was mentioned and its dynamics. Online monitoring services provided by specialized agencies will help you do that. Monitoring summaries will provide operational information and paint a picture of the type of communications that is ongoing in social media, in chat rooms, and comment sections on the news sites. If you don't monitor reviews about your business on a regular basis, well, it's time to start doing so during the crisis. Number two, delegate. Handling a crisis is not a one-person job, even if you are the company's owner and the CEO. It would be best if you had a crisis managing team that consists of key employees who have all the relevant information available to them. A comms manager or a reputation expert plays the most crucial part here. He or she is the one who informs the crisis management team about an actual problem analyzes incoming information, monitors the informational field, describes the current situation status and possible scenarios of development, takes the initiative, offers concrete solutions to the team and the CEO, and is responsible for choosing the optimal tools and a variety of channels of communication. The person in charge of the company is responsible for making decisions based on offered initiatives, but this person cannot generate them independently. Number three, decide on the public speakers. When a crisis management team is formed, public speakers are also chosen. They have the right to comment on crisis publicly. Unlike the myriad of public speakers working during ordinary times, there should be only a few during the crisis. The level of the speaker commenting on the situation should be as high as the level of the crisis escalation. The low-profile topics can be closed by a low-profile company experts. However, if the reputation of your entire company is threatened, then the owner or the CEO should get the job done. Not so long ago, in Ukraine, an internet user announced that he was able to purchase Nova Poshta accounts database on the open market. The issue concerned informational security and was reported by the company's specialist in the field. Later on, 
regarding a separate issue, Nova Poshta offices were flooded with Prosecutor's General Office representatives with a search warrant. Then, one of the company's owners made public announcement on Facebook. And thanks to a huge reputation difference between Nova Poshta and the Prosecutor's General Office, clients, partners, and members of the business community sided with the company, considering the operation to be an effort to put direct pressure on a successful business. Number four, be a subject, not an object. Don't wait for your stakeholders, journalists, and government agencies to ask you all at once, what is going on with your company? Be proactive, work out key announcements and launch them first before anyone else will do that for you. Let people know you are aware of the problem and do everything possible to solve it. Even if you don't have all the necessary information at the early stages and you are not ready to announce the final solution, show your stakeholders that you are keeping your hand on a pulse and you are taking a situation under control. It's better to make five small announcements throughout the day than one exhausting communication after five days of a crisis. Proactive communication is the best remedy for rumors, fakes and manipulations. Number five, use all relevant channels. During the crisis, make your position known through all appropriate channels. Besides the company's official site and the social media pages, it may be an email blast, the top managers pages on social media, and also communication resources of professional associations that belong to the company and so on. Your target here is to fill the informational space with your response to what is happening. At the same time, in the moment of a crisis, communication tools should be taken under strict control in your company. It is worth explaining to all the company's staff that is authorized to make official announcements who and where needs to redirect the inquiry to the communication team quickly. Such close attention from the press can be very stressful for employees who often interact with clients or government agencies, and it could be certain bank branches, chain stores or post office branches. So while working on the issue of communication control, try helping and supporting your employees by not adding extra don'ts and strict instructions to their load. It's time and effort consuming task, but it's definitely worth doing it. Any statement from any employee may be used against the company, especially during a crisis. Number six, open a dialogue with the media. If someone got ahead of you and the news about the crisis came out sooner than your company's official statement, be ready for the news to recycle. In this situation, it is crucial to discover the source, establish a constructive dialogue with the editor, and supply her or him with the current relevant updates on the situation. The sooner you do this, the sooner you will take the informational field under your control. While supplying the news sites and the informational agencies with the news about your crisis, go an extra mile and provide them with well-known facts and background information. The reader should always know what is the complete picture. Otherwise, they will fill the gaps from the less reliable sources. Number seven, stay in direct contact with the stakeholders. If the situation is likely to become an acute crisis, direct communication with the key stakeholders must work with their expectations and concern. It helps if the job of creating a map of stakeholders has been completed prior and you have a perfect idea of their expectations and the sore spots. Direct communications with the stakeholders is crucial in difficult situations when the company's existence is on the line. It may be a risk of frozen accounts, seizure of assets, possible bankruptcy, technological issues that are causing non-fulfillment of obligations, or data leakage, or rate attacks, and so on and so on. In this type of comms, 
make them aware of what is happening and name concrete steps and how much time it will take to stabilize the situation. Number eight, follow the 1090 rule. When you speak about the crisis, 10% of your attention should be spent on the problem and 90 on the solution. Be brief in stating what happened very detailed about what your company is doing to overcome the crisis. It concerns your entire content, printed word, video address, social media posts, phone calls, and any other communication format. Number nine, act tactically, think strategically. A crisis is a natural step in developing a company and a personality. It may seem the fire of a crisis should be put out at any cost because your company is taking serious losses now. The problem will be solved tomorrow, but the market, clients, and partners will stay. If the ground around your company is left burnt after the victory, the prospects for a successful business will shrink drastically for you. It is crucial to overcome the crisis, but it is more important not to lose the strategic focus in the heat of a fight and remember why and who your business works for. While making tactical decisions, model an ideal exit from the crisis with the least amount of losses and a possible reputation gain. The helpful question here is, what will our stakeholders think of our company after the crisis? This point of view brings professionalism, decency, fairness, and responsibility to the foreground. Ukrainian example of a strategic thinking in coming out of a crisis became the Moyo store chain case. Due to the technical issue on their website, a customer could purchase a costly laptop model for a meager price. At first, the store refused to sell a laptop under such conditions. But the story got wide publicly on social media and later on in news and specialized media. The company's management thought strategically, acknowledged the store's mistake and agreed to sell the product to the customer for the announced price. Besides that, the company announced the algorithm review on their website to avoid any confusion in the future. They also announced an exciting campaign. Once a month, an expensive product will be sold for a meager price, just like Easter egg, for very attentive customers. As a result, the crisis was quickly copped and the risk of losing reputation transform into a strong marketing move. The steps described here will assist and help you. It is essential to remember that your work's overall effectiveness in a crisis is directly connected to how well your company completed its communications homework. A competent map of stakeholders, reputational risks map, a crisis management team with public speakers, and a complete package of channels and communication tools ready at the start of a crisis will save you precious time to focus on looking for solutions and not a loss, but possibly an increase of your reputational capital. You've listened to the Reputation Anti-Stress Podcast. My name is Sergei Bidenko. I'm the Crisis and Reputational Advisor. I help top managers and business owners, members of supervisory boards, find and apply the best solutions to overcome reputational crisis.